Welcome to Rice is Rice, a podcast about the British East Asian experience and all things Asian and not. I'm Connor. I'm Akina. And I'm Jem. And I don't get Asian flush. Do you really not? Akina does. No, I get Asian odd. flush. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I thought the reason why I don't get it is because I'm quite tan. Yeah. Do you know how Asian flush happens? No. So basically... I know there's something with our enzymes yeah, so basically, that can't digest when you, alcohol. Yeah, drink alcohol, it needs to be broken down by specific enzymes. And because Asians doesn't have this one, there's like this poison, not like poison, like lethal, but this poisonous element to the alcohol that like um, makes the red, makes the blood run really like red and makes the blood vessels kind of like go nearer to the surface of the skin or something like that uh, something near that Don't, I'm not a doctor but I get very <laughs> very warm um, and mm. very very red and as soon as I like if I stand up um, after having some drinks and go to the toilet if I can see my face getting quite pinkish that's when I know I should pace myself so actually for me oh. I use it as a good like indication <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, in a way, alcohol is a type of poison, and basically, Asians with Asian flesh can't process that poison fully. Do you think I'd get it? Uh, I think you would, yeah. Have I you ever know. been I'm drunk? Completely guessing. Connor? No. I want to see if you get Asian flesh. Just as an experiment. experiment. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone says. Today's specials are Hunters, Avatar, and Killing Eve. I want to point out that this is not James Cameron's Avatar, because that's a piece of shit film, and I will die on that hill. Have you ever seen that film, Jim? So when you first said Avatar... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, why did I pronounce it like that? Avatar. Um, When you first said Avatar, I thought... The blue people, yeah, the blue people, and I was like, "That's such an old film. It's so random to like bring that back up again." Such a bad film. You didn't like it. It's Pocahontas in space, but worse, and also it's not memorable at all. I liked it. I remember watching it and being sitting in the cinema and being like, "This is so." We're not talking about Avatar. Stop talking about Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just to say, I thought it was really cool, and then I just got over it really quickly because it was pretty long film. Yeah, it was a long film. I'm so what Avatar are you about talking about? The critically acclaimed Nickelodeon series. Oh, I Avatar, love that. The Last Airbender and then its follow-up, Legend of Korra. So obviously this is like a binge special episode. And Avatar is currently on Netflix and Korra is currently on Prime. So it's pretty easy to get hold of. And I think if you haven't watched it, and especially if you're stuck at home with kids... You should definitely try watching Avatar because one, it's a great kids show, but two, it's also a great TV show in general that is deep and got a lot of good stories and characters in it that any adult would be happy to watch. I used to love it as a kid. I used to watch it. I, we we didn't have um, cable when we were younger though, but it used to show up on um, CITV. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, so I used to watch it on that. And I was obsessed. It was so, so good. And I bring it up because Keenan's watching it for the first time. Well, really? not completely it's for time? the first time. Not well, completely. L- properly. Not completely for the first time because um, Austin used to watch it, my little brother, 
uh, obsessively. And so I would kind of be floating around the house and watch random episodes. And it definitely was good. I remember it was good the few episodes I did watch. Um, but yeah, now Connor's getting me to watch it properly. And yeah, it's enjoyable. It's really enjoyable. I just can't really get into it to a binge level. I don't know why. I just... Mm. I enjoy it when I'm watching it, but I never feel the urge to urge begin, to watch it. Begin it. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Maybe because it's a kids show. Yeah, I guess because I see it as a kids show. Um, too much. I need to kind of let go of that. Yeah, because the storylines. Obviously, it's a kids show, so the storylines can't be too complex. I mean, I think the storylines are still quite complex, especially later For a seasons. Kids show. But yeah, because it's a kids show, it still needs to be manageable for the kids mm. i can't be westworld levels of you know complexity and hidden timelines and all that stuff as i'm watching it now i definitely think like how was this not adapted into live action by someone better because it was such a waste yeah the live Shyamalan. action of it wasn't very good yeah because it has so much potential how did it go into the wrong hands? I think that kind of thing happens quite a lot. Like even say when people make films out of books, because someone's kind of creative direction is completely different to the original authors or the original directors, um, that it just ends up becoming a whole different piece altogether. Because that's what I felt about the live action. I just, because I loved the cartoon. So I, I imagined that the, live action would be amazing and would be almost exactly the same but with real people and it just wasn't yeah. i'm all for um people adapting something and creating differently something different out of it because i guess that's what adaptations are for exactly what you said for someone else's creative direction to add to it but if it doesn't add to it then what's the point yeah i mean luckily i think the creators um, got a deal with Netflix and Netflix is doing a live action TV series version of it. Oh, really? Yeah, so I feel like it's basically just going to be like the cartoon but with real people. And in their like press release of it a few years ago, they mentioned specifically that they weren't going to whitewash it because obviously that was like probably the biggest um, problem, controversy with, with the film. The live action, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it's so like, you can't, not, why would you take out I mean, the whole thing is based on Asian culture, not even just, like, generally. I think it's very interesting how, like, each of the nations are represented different countries and different time periods of Asian history. Like, for example, this is not me guessing. This is, like, what they say the inspiration is for. Like, the Fire Nation was, like, based on, like, imperialist Japanese rule back in, like, the early 19th century or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you got, like, island countries that represent, like, Hawaii and all those... Pacific countries and then like the Earth Kingdoms like China. It's massive, got a lot of people and a lot of different cultures. I think it's just a very good representation of Asian cultures without it being specifically Asian, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Was the so I don't know a lot about the um I don't know a lot about the history behind um the TV show. So is the story there based on a real story within Asian culture or is it like completely like new it's a made up story the creators just want to do something around the four elements um, but I think the 
the idea of an avatar, it kind of combines something in Hindu culture and obviously Buddhist culture because mm-hmm. um, the Buddhists believe in reincarnation and stuff. So a lot of that... Co- so a lot of their story points come from real life cultures and myths and stuff. They're just kind of combining it together to make their own. Mm. Um, and the sequel series is also really good. It's, it's more mature because the character, the lead character is more mature and it gets very political. It's like actually like talking about political systems and stuff, which is quite interesting. Yeah, I do feel like I would enjoy that a lot more. Yeah, I, I was considering just skipping you to Korra, but I feel like you should watch that. I first never watched. It's good. It is like more mature and because mm. it's set in a city like like a 50s Shanghai type setting and um, instead of like monarchies and stuff it's got like a proper proper governmental system and metropolitan like police and all that um, this is good looking to like yeah um, government I guess I don't know <laughs> um, do you want me to do one of my famous segues go for it <laughs> who's next Jem Jem is next so, like Zuko on Hunting Aang, we're going to hunt to the next century and talk about Al Pacino <laughs> and Logan Lerman hunting Nazis. Uh, yes. What do you so think, Jem? Was that a good segue? Um, no. <laughs> you lie. It was an amazing segue. Um, I think it's a great personality trait of yours to be able to think of segues that you think are smooth that aren't really that smooth and it's great it adds humor (laughs) (laughs) so i haven't i haven't seen anything or read anything or know anything about this show um Mm -hmm. so do you want to do a quick explainer yes so it is um a tv series that's currently out on amazon prime it's one of their originals and it's about a group of jews oh well not all of them are jews but it's led by a jewish man and he's kind of got a vigilante group who are hunting down nazis in america because a lot of nazis within um germany that were like considered war criminals escaped to the U- uh, I was about to say the UK escaped to the US and had kind of integrated with themselves within society so it's kind of like the whole series is about like this group they've got like a hit list of of Nazis that they want to kill off and it's kind of that journey but then also exploring their individual journeys within why they firstly got into uh, this group and why they want to hunt, hunt down these Nazis. I don't think I explained that very well. The feedback on my headphones was really confusing me, so it was very choppy. Uh, the struggles. Um, yeah. But is it a Netflix series? No, it's Amazon. And it's got Al Pacino in it, and it's got um, Logan Lerman from Percy Jackson. Um, The Perks of Being a Wallflower and Percy Jackson. I was going to say Percy Jackson first, but that was one of the um adaptations that i hated because yeah, i loved the books bad. i was like obsessed with the books they're my favorite it's, books growing up and second adaptation was awful yeah the second one was better but the first but one was just great. shocking um they could have done like an amazing job with it it could have become something amazing but it wasn't so huge disappointment but anyway yeah it's got him um jordan peele um mm-hmm. he helped produce this one as well i think okay. he's an, a producer on it um and 
it kind of, I suppose, the series sticks to his style of kind of like something that's super shocking and kind of controversial because a lot there's it's this series has come with a lot of controversy because it's very very gory um it's obviously his based on history but a lot of it is fiction there were nazi hunters so after i watched the series i wanted to search up like the truth whether there were people in america hunting down nazis and there were nazi hunters like people who professed that that was their profession profess that they were a profession that was a wrong word but (laughs) um but they never went out and like were killing them. They were more kind of trying to find who the Nazis were and reporting them to the police. Um, there's also scenes within it. I don't want to ruin anything, but um, there are some characters within the series that were based on true people, like true Nazis. But what happened to them in the series isn't what happened to them in real life. Um, and the I heard it got contra- a lot of flack because um, the way like what happened in co- the concentration camp scenes and stuff wasn't realistic. Yeah, so that was that. I, I was just reading up on it um, before we started recording as well. That the, the that is the biggest controversy that it's hugely dramatized and and made to be super like obviously everything that happened within the concentration camps were extremely shocking anyway. And I think the problem that a lot of people had with this is that it was already a really traumatic event, and then to create a series on it where you dramatize that even more and make up well, yeah, kind of like make up things that weren't confirmed that happened it's just kind of reinforcing the trauma and making money out of something that was so awful in history um Mm. and funny enough one of them like like i know spoiler alert i guess we'll put a spoiler yeah spoiler alert but isn't one of them like they in a concentration camp they play like human chess yeah with so i was about to mention that yeah yeah because no like no so they had yeah so that with the jew christmas yeah yeah so that scene specifically, so when I watched this, I recommended it to Jack. Um, and when I asked him, like, his feedback, oh, did he like it? Because I was obsessed with it. I absolutely loved the series. Um, he said, I'm not quite sure because I don't think it was hugely appropriate. And I mm-hmm. asked him to kind of explain. He mentioned that chess scene. He was like, that wasn't necessary to the plot. Like, we know how bad it was. Um, and to kind of add a scene like that where it wasn't true and it was all completely fictionalized it was extremely gory and it showed people like i don't from my memory i don't think it actually showed anyone getting shot but you knew the premise that when you know i, I don't play chess but when you knock out one of the yeah <laughs> I don't play when chess. you take when you take someone else's piece <laughs> yeah when you take they, someone's piece yeah, that's when the they, they, they killed the yeah. person yeah um and so when i did like more research on it that was also one of the scenes a lot of people were calling out on that it was yeah inappropriate mm-hmm. um and let me just get something up because i read this earlier and i thought it might be interesting to say um yeah people were saying it's dangerously insensitive and mm-hmm. i think there was a tweet that came out bear with me it is actually a very interesting argument um how far you can go with yeah with historical events especially ones that have created trauma yeah uh, in a lot of people who are alive right now um understand that slowly like people are getting older and passing away but a lot of people who are affected by these events are are real yeah exactly so this is a very interesting argument how far can you go with the dramatization because inevitably there is going to be some dramatization of of real events yeah um so it's it's, i think it's a question i don't really know how to answer at all 
Yeah. I, yeah, I think that's the thing, because the issue with, like, TV shows and movies is that you want to make something that will capture people's attention, um, and something that is controversial will, but it's almost like it's a very fine line of making something controversial and making something insensitive and disrespectful. Mm. Um, so this tweet that I was just mentioning was um, by Auschwitz Memorial, and they said, when you decide to make a profit on selling vicious anti-Semitic sorry I can't pronounce this word Semitic Nazi propaganda published without any critical comment or context you need to remember that those words led not only to the Holocaust but also many other hate crimes motivated motivated by anti-Semitism so they didn't approve of the message that kind of Hunters was promoting Um, what is the message that they're promoting that Nazis are bad it kind of, it just really played onto that that like Nazis are bad. We're gonna go kill them. Um, and I wonder. So one of the I don't know whether this this will be a spoiler alert, but the, a huge message actually was the main character Logan Lerman's character was. I feel that he was pulled into deciding whether it was justifiable to kill these Nazis. Whether you know you know that whole argument of like. Um, if someone throws a stone at you, are you going to throw a stone back or are you going to throw back bread? You know, it, the whole like Bible it's story. It's placing judgment on like yeah. morals. Right. And it was a whole, for the, in, during the entire series, he was really battling with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually he did decide to go down the route of killing. And I think this series really does, for me, it really questioned what was right and what was wrong because I'm the kind of person I don't believe any kind of violence is justifiable. I don't think for me, like I would never hit someone back if they hit me. Um, but then when I was watching the series, I was thinking like, no, I totally get it. Like, of course they would. And, and then I was thinking like, why am I thinking like that? Um, so I'm not completely sure what the message was behind it in terms of the kind of, um, controversy around, I completely understand, um, because if like Jack hadn't told me, I don't think I would have seen it like that because I was just so... I love how it was made. I thought it mm. was so engaging. Like, they, they made mm. it very, like, comic book style. Um, and the, they made it humorous as well. Mm. And for me, personally, um, I think humor is a really good way to engage people in the sense that, say, something like this, which is to do with history, um, I think a series like this can engage those kind of people because it adds humor into it and it humor naturally just pulls people in right um and to make something that on one on one side making something that is so traumatic and putting humor on it could be insensitive i think on the other side it can make things more digestible um yeah like, well does it that just, make sense? I mean, the, it makes sense the what i'm thinking about is it's something like Jojo Rabbit, um, which yeah uses uses a lot of humor to we about on to we we have talked about it in specials before, but it uses humor a lot to drive drive the message or, or aside from message. I think what's interesting. Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That was an experience. That was dramatic. Jem's <laughs> uh, phone just fell. My phone just fell. Uh, yeah. This is this is the problem with um, remote recording, guys. But yeah, hun- hunters recommend. I would recommend. Um, I personally liked but it, but I completely wary. understand people who don't 
who like who won't yeah. enjoy it as much. Yeah, I think be wary. Um, I think definitely after watching it, or even before watching it, do some reading around the series, but also around the true events of the Holocaust. There are some like parts within the series that I actually learned new things. Like, I don't want to ruin it because it's a, quite like an interesting part of the series. But like, I learned something new that was true. Um, so I I would recommend watching it. But yeah, be okay. wary. Cool. So from killing Nazis to killing Eve. Yeah. Oh, that is, that was a good that one. Was, that was that a good was one. a very easy one. Like that was a kind of bait. Yeah. Segue. Your bait. Like a fish. Um. But yeah, my specials is Killing Eve. I mean, we're talking about uh binge worthy programs and shows, and Killing Eve is exactly that. Every time, I mean, uh, Gem, you're watching the first series. Yeah. Well, I started it like months ago and I haven't picked it back up, but I loved it. How many series have there been? Three. Uh, three? The third one is being released now. The third yeah. one it's is just started. Yeah. Are okay. you on the third one? Um, we're on the third one, yeah. But I remember for the first two series, I could not stop watching it. It was one of those where it's so difficult to say no to a next episode, even if it's crazy o'clock at night Mm. um and i'm thinking about what makes it so binge worthy and i think i mean i love phoebe waller bridge and i think her characters specifically her female characters because that's kind of her game that's Mm. what she's all about is so is everything that i love about characters even her questionable characters the ones who don't really have their morals straight are people that I understand and I think that's all I need from a show or a film I just need to be able to understand the motivations of all the characters whether Mm -hmm. it be the protagonist or the antagonist I hate shows and films where they have an antagonist and they're just this cartoonish version of a bad guy Mm -hmm. and I don't get why they're doing what they're doing and I think it completely ruins the point of the show or film. Because, like, why is this happening? Is it just because the bad guy wants to be bad? Yeah. You know? I think that's For why killing... with TV series or, like, movies, I find the uh, bad guys, like, way more interesting because I like to think Absolutely. about, like, there is a reason as to why they are the way they are. They are. The thing is, a story is only as good, can only get to a certain point as good as their bad guy is. Yeah, for sure. And I really believe Even that. if you had the best story and the villain or antagonist is weak, then mm. it's just not going to be very... There's no threat and danger if the right, bad guy right. is weak. Right. And that's exactly... I mean, that's what life is. Like, everyone thinks that they're the center of their own stories mm-hmm. and they're just doing what is good for them. They don't actively think like oh I'm, I'm the bad guy in this whatever they think they're doing is justified yeah um and even in a show like killing eve where um villanelle is a psychotic assassin we still feel like she's driven by emotions that we can relate to the like obsessive love that we might feel for our partner or, or or whoever our interest is and and the things that can drive the things that that feeling can drive us into 
even if it's displayed in like a psychotic assassin, we can relate to that to some extent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not started the third series yet? I've only watched like three episodes. I have a feeling that one of Wait, the characters not, is going to die. Do you know die? what happens? Do you not know what happens? No, no, I've like not read it. So That's quite surprising. Um, to... Yeah, I tried to like keep it off because I really want to watch a series. Um, but yeah, I have a feeling one of the characters is going to die and I just, I'm not emotionally prepared for that. So I had to like put it on pause. Um, usually Does what I do die? with series or or movies is that like I will put it on pause and I will read what mm. will happen so I can like prepare mm. myself a little bit. What? Yeah, I have. Yeah, no, I do that with every every single movie I watch and every TV what series I watch. Shit? I do that. Otherwise, I won't we, get it when finished. We used to, when we used to watch movies or or, or series together, I remember uh, I'd be like really excited to see what happens, and she's like, "Oh, I know what happens." It's like, why are you watching it then? Yeah. It's so pointless. It's more My because, God. like, for me, I still find it shocking, and I still find it. I still feel the all same emotions, but I don't feel as anxious about it because I feel prepared. Um, it's just a weird That's thing crazy. that I've you're the always only done. person I know that yeah. does that. And like for a period of my life before I started reading about it, and I would just. Um, I'd literally just stop watching the series. I'm like, no, I can't watch. Like, I still haven't finished watching um, Boys Over Flowers because I just couldn't, I couldn't that process. Okay, drama. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I was like obsessed with that. But then I knew, I had a feeling of what was going to happen. I was like, I can't deal with that emotionally. So I still haven't finished um, and I haven't read about it. But maybe if I read about it, then I can rewatch it. But, oh my God. Yeah. It's just a way this I process This is bullshit things. I'm learning about right now. <laughs> Let me process my things in the way I want to process them, Connor. It's it's definitely weird. <laughs> That's why I'm single. <laughs> um, but yes, Killing Eve, I would 10 out of 10 recommend it. I think Phoebe Waller-Bridge creates the most interesting and true female characters. Whether or not you see yourselves in them, you can definitely understand where they're coming from. Mentally, emotionally motivationally all the and sandra oh is great in it sandra oh is great in it she's she she win any awards she won yeah golden globe emmy golden globe or emmy we're one of them for for eve not for yeah for eve yeah also i mean like yeah representation asian representation right there yeah because she's not asian in the book and she doesn't there's that's why she doesn't have an asian name there is nothing about her character that needs her to be asian she just is who she is and and that's never questioned and i think we definitely need more of that i mean it's great to have asian representation who's there as a champion for like asian lives and and asian thought process and the asian experiences but even characters who don't necessarily need to be asian they're just being people is great representation yeah really doing it for the Asians, Sandra Oh. She's always been doing it for the Asians, I feel like, though. Yeah. But there are little things in the show Crazy that nasty. are, like, I appreciate that tiny detail because in the first series, she poured herself just a mug of hot water mm. and I only know Asians doing that. <laughs> um, and it's just, like, it's easily looked over, especially if you don't know that that's a thing that Asians do. Um, but I appreciated it when I saw it. Yeah. I prefer little details like as opposed to like watch me 
go in to my line dancing class all the time or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like taking shoots off before she goes in the house probably and stuff. Yeah. But amazing. Those are our specials for this week's episode. Um, feel free do. to start binging them as now is the best time for binging shows. Again, not James Cameron's avatar. Don't bother with <laughs> that. Um, do you want to tell everyone where they can find us? Yeah, you can find us online. On the internet. <laughs> yep. You can find us online. There you go. Search you it up yourself. <laughs> at Instagram on Rice's Rice Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Rice's Rice underscore pod and on YouTube at Rice's Rice. And also follow our personal accounts because we have those. We do have those. Um, you can f- listen to our podcast every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere. Just Google These really are... like you have the tools. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's the internet. Just we're on there okay and also don't forget to get some rice in your life cool alright